Happy Friday and welcome to another episode of the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, a daily physical education podcast where I, Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com, share with you reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools, and all other things physical education. Thank you for joining us and happy Friday. I hope it's been a great week for you wherever you are in the world. I know it has been for me. To be honest, it's felt like a very long week. If you listen to yesterday's show, you'll know that uh, it's been a somewhat stressful and uh, a week that has been filled with uh, a lack of sleep. However, uh, I am happy to get to the end of the week and it's been uh, a good week professionally in terms of getting back into the swing of things after having been off for uh, three weeks for the Christmas and New Year holiday. If you've been listening this week, you'll know that we are currently in the midst of net wall games uh, with my grade two to five students. Uh, So that was continuing today. I saw the grade twos and the grade threes today and we were continuing with that. Now, when I picked up uh, one of the grade two classes today, one of the students asked me, oh, can we play dodgeball now? If you've listened to this before, you probably know my stance on dodgeball. I don't uh, agree with the game of dodgeball in physical education. However, that's another story. Anyway, he asked me, could we play dodgeball? And I said, well, wh- why do you want to play dodgeball? And he said, well, it's because it's a net wall game. Um, instead of having a net, you're separated by a line. I said, okay, well, it's an interesting um, thing to explore. Let's start exploring net wall games a little bit more when we get down to the gym. So we walked down to the gym from their classroom and uh, on the whiteboard, um, which has been there for the past few days, is um, a list of different net wall games. And we've been referring to that list and adding to that list as we've gone through different classes. Now, on that list, uh, there are games like tennis, badminton, volleyball, squash, uh, pickleball, spike ball um, to name a few now I said well why why do you want to add dodgeball to that list and he said well I want to add dodgeball because uh, just like tennis and volleyball and badminton the the teams or the players are separated by something and then they have to send the ball to the other side and I said okay interesting I said you're right it does have those common elements and we've been talking about common elements of uh, net wall games in a previous lesson I said Let's think about how you score or how you win a point um, or win the game in uh, in each of these sports and, and dodgeball. So how do you win in dodgeball or how do you score a point in dodgeball? And I said, well, by hitting somebody with the ball. I said, okay, well, let's think about how do you win a point in tennis or volleyball or badminton. And the students were able to identify, because we talked about it previously, that to be able to win a point, you need to send the object to the other side into the opponent's area and have it uh, be Uh, in a way that they're not able to return it to your side or to your area. I said, okay, well, let's think about that for dodgeball. If I send the ball to the other side um, and nobody returns it, do I score a point or do I win? And they said, no. So they were able to identify that the the method of scoring was a little bit different um, and it wasn't the same as a net wall game. So therefore, dodgeball was not an example of a net and wall game. So it was a a good conversation that came out of a very simple and uh, innocent question from a grade 2 student today. That being said, we continued with uh, some of our net wall games and what I was hoping for the students to explore today was the idea of being able to win a point and how they could win a point. We've worked on being able to maintain a rally um, in previous lessons and working cooperatively. Now we're working on uh, some competitive aspects in terms of winning a point. So how do you um, go about winning a point in a net and Now the game that I uh, designed for the students today was a very simple one. We used the crash mats again, so they're just mats that uh, have three parts and fold out, uh, gymnastics mats if you you will. 
Um, so I asked the students to get two of those mats, one for each team, um, and they worked in pairs. So each pair had their own mat, which was separated by about a meter or so, and they stood behind those mats. Now to score a point, what they needed to do was to throw the balls that bounced on their opponent's mat um, in a way that uh, was going to make it difficult for their opponent to catch. So if the ball bounced on their opponent's mat and then hit the floor again without their opponent catching it, they would score a point. Um, and then we also said if you throw the ball and it doesn't land on your opponent's mat, then they will also score a point. So there were two possible ways of scoring a point. One, you have a successful shot that the opponent is unable to return. Or two, you make a mistake and you're not able to send the ball correctly to the area in which you are aiming for. So students worked on that. For a little while, we increased the distance between the mats, we decreased the distance between the mats, just to give them some different uh, ways of being able to send the object. One thing that I noticed while the students were playing the game was that they were remaining quite stationary, and what was happening was they were just trying to throw the ball as hard as they could and make it bounce as high as they could um, in the hope that their opponent would drop it. So they weren't actively trying, I guess, to move their opponent or outsmart their opponent. They were just literally trying to throw the ball as hard as they can. And in more cases than not, the student who caught the ball was the student who threw the ball back. And again, it was often being the same student who was catching and throwing the ball again and again and again in each pair. So the next step um, that I added was I told them that they had to include or they could include a pass. So if one um, partner caught the ball, they could pass the ball to their uh, partner who could then throw it back across the net or the, the gap and, and have it land on the mat. Now this uh, was, some students were able to use this to their advantage and what they were doing was they were having uh, one player catch the ball, their partner uh, move into a position that enabled them to throw the ball um, on a bit of an angle and make it more difficult for their opponent to catch. So this is what I was hoping to see, um, and some students were able to do that. Some other students just uh, remained stationary, caught the ball, passed it with their partner who was standing next to them and threw it back. So I was able to see which students were able to uh, use their thinking skills and to solve the problem in a creative way. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in future lessons, about trying to uh, hit or send the ball at an angle, or trying to move your opponent um, by the way that you send the ball or the object over the net or into their opposition space. So that was what I worked on today with my grade twos and my grade three classes. Um, and then uh, that was it for my day today. Um, and I'm now heading home, looking forward to the weekend. And in particular, tomorrow, the Connected PE online conference. I will be presenting um, at that conference in less than 24 hours. It is at 1 p.m. Pacific time, which will be 4 p.m. East Coast time US um, and 8 a.m. in East Coast Australian time on Sunday. So less than 24 hours now, um, I'll be presenting at the Connected P online conference, the opening session. I'll be presenting on the assessment strategies and tools. Now, a lot of the presentation that I'll be giving will be featuring content that comes directly from uh, the upcoming assessment strategies and tools online course, which will be hosted at iphyzed.com. Really looking forward to sharing some of this stuff with people in this free webinar tomorrow. And then hopefully if they get some value out of it, they will join uh, the 15 or so students who are already registered for the uh, physical education assessment strategies and tools online course, which be 
launching in less than a month. So that's what I'll be looking forward to tomorrow. Looking forward to also spending the time, uh, spending my weekend with my family. Hopefully, uh, everybody is uh, getting themselves back to full health. Um, We can have a nice weekend together as a family before I'm back into work next week. So if you've been listening to the Daily Phys Ed this week, I hope that you found something in one of the episodes this week or, or multiple episodes this week that applies to you and that you can take back and use in your practice, whether it be a game, an idea, a technology tool, um, or anything, I hope that there is something that resonated with you um, and is helping you in your teaching practice. I'm looking forward to recording another episode next Monday of the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, but until then, my name is Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com, and this has been the Daily Phys Ed Podcast.